0: Hello there, welcome to the Act Counsellor, episode number eight. I'm Angela Mitten. I'm a counsellor in Bendigo in central Victoria, Australia. My private practice is called Chrysalis Counselling and Consultancy. I support women to overcome challenging thoughts and feelings that lead to overwhelm, self-doubt and perfectionism. Right now in Australia, and in fact in Bendigo where I live, we are experiencing some real challenges. We're facing restrictions on our way of life, And although for many of us we can see why these things need to happen, our nervous systems are feeling frayed by the endless news and statistics, reports on cases of COVID and vaccine information. Team this with having to manage working from home and maybe homeschooling children and not to mention those of you with partners, maybe having them at home all day with you. Just the thought of that frazzles my nervous system. These last few days, I myself have felt like I'm kind of walking through mud, slow and sluggish, numb, difficulty even naming how I'm feeling. I started wondering if I was slipping into a depression, because that's something that I've known before. Even with all my training, it took me a while to realise what was going on for me, and most likely for you. This is my nervous system doing what nervous systems do. So today I'm going to be talking about our nervous system and how it relates to what's been going on in the world lately. I'm going to talk about what Dan Siegel calls our window of tolerance. By the end of this podcast, you'll have an awareness of your own window of tolerance, how your nervous system is doing, and some ideas to try to soothe your nervous system and bring it back to feelings of safety. So have you been feeling like you're really low on energy, kind of running on autopilot, disconnected, numb? Are you having trouble putting your coping strategies into action? No matter how many people tell you to do self-care, you keep telling yourself that you should be doing better, that other people seem to be managing much better than you. Maybe you're telling yourself, other people have it worse than me. Why aren't I able to just move off this couch? If only I could think straight. If only I had more energy. These are symptoms of a nervous system that is overloaded and shutting down. And it's not surprising that this is happening. Our nervous system is set up to protect us, to keep us safe. It's continually scanning the environment for cues of safety or cues of danger instantaneously, when a threat is perceived, a series of physiological events take place that mobilize us to engage in fight or flight. This is the sympathetic nervous system in action which has evolved over time. It's what has kept humans alive since the caveman days. And the caveman, or woman, that did not have a very well-developed fight-flight response probably didn't live long enough to procreate. So now here we are in a complex 21st century world with a well-developed nervous system that was designed to make sure that we were safe from saber-toothed tigers. But every time we turn on the news or scroll through social media, we're bombarded with cues of danger. Gee, at the moment even going to the supermarket feels fraught with danger. One of the ways our nervous system reads or safety or danger in another person is through reading the body language and facial cues. Now that we're wearing masks when we go out, there's a whole aspect of body language that's not so easy to read. Where, and also when there's conflicting information about our safety via the media, this actually increases our sense of feeling unsafe. For some of us, even our homes don't feel that safe anymore. Home used to be a place to come back to after a day of work. Now we might be working from home. We might be trying to teach children from home at the same time as working from home. So we might not be getting the same amount of time we used to have to restore our nervous systems. If connection with friends or time alone was something that was soothing to you, that might no longer be available. All this is really triggering to our nervous system and puts us outside of our window of tolerance into fight and flight or hyper arousal. So Dan Siegel came up with this model called the window of tolerance. If you can imagine that it's like one of those old-fashioned windows that can slide up and down and the middle section of the window is our safe and social zone. I sometimes call this the green zone. Now. When we're in our zone of safety, we're usually emotionally regulated. We feel calm, we feel safe and secure. We feel connected to others and our decision-making skills are at their best. We're also in the optimum place for learning and taking on new information. Contrary to this is when we're outside of our window of tolerance, we're not so great at making big decisions and we're not as able to take on new information. So when our nervous system is triggered and we go outside of our window of tolerance, we either go into hyperarousal, that's our fight and flight response, or what I call the red zone. We can also become hypoaroused, which is what I call the blue zone. The fight-flight response is where we might experience Anger, anxiety, stress, worry, racing thoughts, shaking. We might feel out of control, chaotic, and have emotional outbursts. The other thing that's interesting is the story our minds tell ourselves follows the state that we're in. So if we're in the fight and flight state, for example, If we're in fight, the story our minds tell ourselves is that everybody's out to get us. I need to fight. The whole world's against me. I need to fight back. If we're in flight mode, it might be that our minds are saying, this isn't safe here. I need to get out. I need to run. When we're in fight and flight mode, we might have reactions to situations that aren't our usual way of reacting. We might find ourselves more emotionally sensitive. We may find ourselves with a lot more tension in our bodies and have difficulty relaxing. Or we might find ourselves more defensive, as though we're trying to protect ourselves from a threat. And this is, in fact, all part of the nervous system's way of trying to protect us. When we're hypo-aroused or in the blue zone, we're in the freeze state or shut down. This is that low energy, numbness, emotional disconnection that I was talking about. This is what I call a doona day. Those days when you've just had enough, you want to pull the doona over your head and disappear for a while. This is where we go when our nervous system can no longer fight or flight. My feeling is that many people have been experiencing this lately and I'll explain why. You see, fight-and-flight response are a short-term solution to a problem. Remember that saber-toothed tiger that I was talking about? The adrenaline and the other physiological responses that are required to solve a threat, like a saber-toothed tiger? Well, they're only required for a short amount of time until the problem is solved. Eventually, the nervous system shuts down because we can't stay in fight-and-flight for that long. It's kind of signalling that it needs to recover and recuperate. I remember seeing a meme once that described being depressed as needing deep rest, depressed, deep rest. Get it? So for me, that's where I think many of us are right now. We need to rest. We need to nurture our nervous systems. We need to be allowing ourselves, giving ourselves permission to restore and bring ourselves back into that green zone. So how do we do that? How can we compassionately allow ourselves to rest and come back to safety in a world that still might not feel that safe? So what if how you're feeling isn't some individual failing on your part but just your nervous system's way of coping with a situation? I find this is really important to share with clients in session. Sometimes I just see this relief in a person's eyes as they stop thinking that the low energy or the feeling numb or the irritation that they feel with everybody that they're stuck in a house with is all their fault. You mean to say this is normal, they ask me? I say totally. It's your nervous system doing what nervous systems do. And this is the way the nervous system works. And all of us, the whole world in fact, is dealing with a global situation right now That, to differing degrees, is triggering our nervous system. Understanding this can bring a lot of relief rather than judging yourself. Then we can start moving towards self-compassion and acceptance of the state that we're in. I want you to think now about what it is for you that helps you feel safe and brings you back into that window of tolerance, that green zone. What can you do to nurture your nervous system at this time? Or where do you feel most safe? For me, my pets bring a lot of calm to my nervous system. Patting a pet can be very mindful and a nurturing experience. For both yourself and the pet. Or you might find a warm bath or a shower to be comfort, Or a hot water bottle. Maybe some gentle stretching or some walking can be helpful. Sometimes music can be soothing to your nervous system. Or an activity that requires some rocking or swaying, even some dancing. We can't change the whole world situation right now, and the world will continue to present us with challenges that are threatening to our nervous system. But if we can incorporate more of these moments into our day, where we're soothing ourselves, we can attempt to counteract that feeling of the fraying and frazzled nerves and bring ourselves back into our safe zone. Over time, we can then expand our window of tolerance. The other day I lay down on the floor with the cat by the window. The sun was shining through and it felt warm and comforting. And I gave myself permission to just do nothing for a while. I knew it wouldn't be forever. I would move and get going eventually, and I did. But it just felt like a nurturing, compassionate thing to do, to look after myself. I actually find it so reassuring to understand the nervous system. It can be so helpful to know that our nervous systems are wired to keep us safe and when we're outside of our window of tolerance that there's a reason for this and if we can remember to notice and name what state we're in and remind ourselves that there are ways to bring ourselves back to our safe zone this can be very soothing it can help to reduce the self-judgment and we can begin to treat ourselves with more compassion So that's a brief explanation of Dan Siegel's window of tolerance. I hope it's helpful. I'll be offering some ways to connect online in the coming months. If you would like to connect with me, you can join my email list and keep up to date with a monthly newsletter. So today, go over to my website, chrysaliscounselling.com.au and you'll find the sign-up page for my newsletter. I hope you found today's episode useful. Until next time. Take care.